Self-made to me, it's a belief, it's an internal thing, a mentality, a mind frame. I did this with help, but I also did this by myself. Well, if you out there in the streets and you're looking for me When you find me, tell me, I said I've been looking for me If you out there in the streets and you're looking for me When you find me, tell me, I said I've been looking for me I've been looking for some love, but it ain't looking for me What's up, bro? How are you? I'm chilling, man. I'm good. Are you, are you, are you chilling? Yeah. Are you good? Where are, yeah. You, where are you? I'm in uh, MIA somewhere. Truthfully, I'm on the beach. I think that's where we at, somewhere like that. I just woke up and they said, um, we in Miami, right? We in Miami, bro. I love it. I, you know what? If, if one day I'm going to wake up and one ask somebody else where the hell I am, that's my goal in life. That's my goal. That's Wait, where we at. I, I love it. I, I love the fact that, uh, that, uh, a week before Christmas, I get to talk to you. I get to talk to, uh, as I said before, you came on to the goat who gets to gets to drink with another goat, right? 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 Little yeah, bamboo. Toes, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Where'd you yeah. get that? I keep my personal. I don't really, you know. So you gotta keep it personal about them. You, so you know, you just right. Hold on, Brett. Hold on, Brett. Hold on, Brett. Oh, oh, hold on, bro. I love this. Hold on, bro. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> Toes, man. That's how you do you it. You want man. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, man. Now, what you were saying? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> So, Wayne, I do this series, you know, I do this series called Self-Made. I started it a few years ago. Yeah. I get to talk to amazing people in music, in sports, in business, in entertainment. Um, no, the people, the people get to talk to amazing you. Oh, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm all about, I need inspiration. I'm always okay. looking for inspiration. And okay. growing up, Everything looked easy because everybody who was successful looked like they got it easy. But it's not easy. It's not. At all. Looks and like I like to hear correct. And I love to hear the hard part because you are everybody's favorite rapper. Thank you. I ask everybody the same thing in the beginning. What does self-made mean to you? Self-made to me uh it means everything, truthfully, Brett. Uh, it means, you know, it means you put it, you know, it's not that you didn't need help because any that, don't listen to anybody that say they got to where they got anywhere successfully without any help. That's it's impossible. So self-made, I believe to me, self-made, um, it's a belief. It's, just, it's, a, it's an internal thing. You know, it's, a, it's a, a mentality, a mind frame. You feel what I'm saying? Because, again, yep. no one got to where they got without any help. So self-made to me is a, it's just a, it's an, it's a mind, it's a mentality, a mind frame. And so when you get to wherever you're trying to get to, you get there and you believe, you know what I mean? You get there with that mind frame that I, I did this, I did this, on, I did this with help, but I also did this by myself. There's some things that we can do that we actually need help through the whole way, you know, the whole, what I mean by that is we need help to 
Someone needs to tell us how to think. Someone needs to tell us that you need to go left when it's time to go left. So, so you know what I mean? To me, okay, well, that's not self-made. But if you are the person that's saying, telling someone to go left when it's time to go left, if you are the person that's saying we should do this when it's time to do this, I believe that's self-made. So if I think about it from my perspective, I, and and to me, I love reflecting because I'm trying to figure out who the fuck I am. <laughs> but I, I think of it as my father taught me hard work. And my mother taught me never to give up. Okay. And that's where I get my identity. Where do you think you get that self-made drive? If you know what I mean? Like, where does mm -hmm. it come from? Um, mine comes, exactly. Mine comes strictly from my mother, Jacita Dwan Carter. Um, she raised me. My grandmother raised me from 1 to 11. That's Mercedes Carter. See her name right there, Mercy. I got Messi, Mercy. Uh, and my mom picked me up around 11. My mom took, you know what I mean? So was, I was raised by two strong women, you know what I mean? And my mom always wore the pants in the house, meaning, you know, I, I, my stepfather, Reginald, he passed when I was 14. You know what I mean? She, they, she still was, you know what I mean? So meaning that 14, she still had to become dad again. You know what I mean? So with that said, she, my mom was the the driving force to me just sitting back looking like, okay, you don't just sit on your ass. You got to go do it. And she then also always knowing her reason, her reason for it. Her reason was always specifically for me, you know, and just hearing she would, you know, she would gloat off of that. That was her, whatever, you know, us as rappers, we make whatever, we get on these songs and we say, we got this, we got that. That was her. I got this. I got that. Look at my son. Look at how hard I work and look at what I've got for my son. My son don't want a damn thing. Christmas is every day for this guy. Birthday is every day for this kid because of how hard I work. She taught me that. Clearly, you didn't think about that as your kid. Shit, I fucking hated my mother when I was little. Like, when does when did, when did does that kick in where you realize this woman, these women have given everything for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Honestly, uh... Brett, when you when you come from uh, where I come from, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, poverty, uh, it, it it hits you at a young age. It hits it hit me back then at eleven, at ten years old. It hits you at a young age that okay, these I, I'm raised by two unique women because what that said is you got your you got your homies who they only got a dad. Some people, you know, what I mean, so some they only got a father. Some homies, and, and you know, so you notice that okay, I don't have none of that. I have, I have my mom, I have my grandmother. This is a strange thing to ask. Do you think you were old, young? Do you know what I mean? Like you thought more mature than you were. You wanted things ahead of everybody else around you. You saw things ahead of you. Definitely, Brett. Um, you know, I was one of those kids that, you know, I was told a million times a day, you've been here before. You know, like that was that was quote unquote. They told me that I was told that at least twice a day. You've been here before. You've been here before. And so, yeah, that means I was thinking ahead of, I guess, what everyone expected me to be thinking or whatever, whatever. But honestly, Brett, these days, <laughs> that's every kid walking now just yeah. because of what they have, just because of the things they have at, at their right there at their fingertips. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Credit, credit us from the credit, credit the guys that was that way from our time. We didn't have none of those things at our fingertips. This was the, this is where we got it from. We had to go ahead and seek it and figure it out. 
who did you look up to as a little kid? Who were your inspirations? Who were people that you followed? Uh, number one, number one, uh, no one in the world was better, bigger, stronger, tougher, smarter, none of that, than my grandmother Mercy and my mom Sita. So, so I looked up to them first and foremost. Now, once I uh, become, you know, got a little older and became, was able to go out and about and, and develop, you know, other things I was interested in and other people I was interested in for whatever reason, that, was, that became people like people from off the block, big homies. I want to be like them. You know I mean, no more, no less. I want to be just like Bubba, my big my big cousin. And I, my mama wouldn't know exactly who I'm trying to be like. So I got fussed at a lot about that. Like, you ain't no damn Bubba. You got know I mean? So that's what I want to be. I want to be Bubba. <laughs> but, but I imagine I, I had this conversation. I had a self-made with Nipsey. And Nipsey would talk about uh, same thing and the idea of I'd see the guys around the block and I wanted to be just like them. Do you imagine that idea of everything around you was your inspiration? Um, I would say for me, for me, Brett, I would actually say no, because um, those people I want, you know, those things that I wanted, I noticed that I was able to do them in a heartbeat. And so they would, <laughs> it be, yeah, so it became like, I don't want this no more. Because everything around me was only, it was not enough. I wanted more. So I, I would believe that I probably found inspiration within myself. Yeah, because everything around me is obviously is, is inspired. It, it's in, it's in, in my fabric. It's who I am. And it's a part of me. And I can't go no, you know what I mean? That's who I am. But it, I never looked around to it for inspiration. When I did look around to it, I noticed that it wasn't enough that I was looking around to. So I needed to move up and out. What did you want to be when you were little? Everything. But nothing stood out? Uh, no, there was nothing nothing specific, nothing. I wanted, always wanted to be everything. When I was in class, I wanted to be the teacher that was teaching. When, when the teacher started teaching and teaching us about a person or something, I wanted to be the person they were teaching about. You know, when we got out of class, whoever was on the yard doing something better than that, I wanted to be that person. So therefore, I started being the one that rapped. So y'all don't have to look at the guy that's that's so cold, that's so good and playing basketball every day. The girls don't have to go over there and jump rope. Everybody about to come by tune and form a circle around me and listen to me rap for lunchtime. I want to be that. I always want to be the, the I guess, the attention grab. I want to be everything, like I told you. And the, I have to figure it out. The teacher. The exactly, teacher. Exactly. So, so, so then... When did music kick in then? Like, when did that become your calling? Music was a part of, music was always a part of, um, you know, music has to be a natural thing. It doesn't have to be music. You find music, however, but music for me was a natural thing. Meaning I was raised by my grandmother, you know, so with that said, the gap in music will be so different, you know, as far as a kid and the, these days is totally different. You know, I mean, these yeah. days everybody listens to the same thing. Grandma about to post. You know, I mean, everything's different. Back then, it was you know, don't cut that music up in my house. <laughs> you know, don't cut that shit on in my house. That shit, all that cussing, uh, that was different. So for me, music, I, I found music at it was it was natural. And when I was about five years old, my grandmother was calling me into the living room to sing Michael Jackson for her friends and to dance and all that type of stuff. So. It's always in. It was without me even knowing why. You could have, after an hour and a half of performing for her people, you could have, for my grandmother's friends, you could have pulled me to the back room and asked me, why did you do that? I would have had no answer.
You just, you like being the center of attention? I love you like, being the center of attention. Did you think you were good at it? Uh, I You know what? I don't think at that time that I was worried if I was good or bad. I think I was always, um, I was more worried about impressing. You know, so I was more worried about what did you think? How did you think I was at it? You know, do you think I was good at it? And if you thought I was good at it, then to me, I was great at it. Has that changed? No, has not changed. That's why I get so, on the. That's why I get on the stage every night and tell them those three important things. I ain't shit without you. I always tell them and let them know. So it, I think that's so interesting. And I, what does that say about you? In the sense of it's not, you're not looking for happiness yourself. It's other people telling you, you know what, you've made me happy. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's what that's. I, I guess I believe that. Um, I guess you here. For, I'm here for that reason or whatever. And I. I lived that out. I've always, I've always, with my music, I've always seeked approval. I've never put it in your face and said, that's, that's what it is. And it's the best, you know, no. I've always seeked approval. I said I was the best rapper alive when someone else told me, you're the best rapper alive. You know what I mean? I didn't jump out so and say, I'm the best. So, 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 Wayne, take, take, like, I was thinking about you tonight and the fact that everybody I know is saying, oh my God, I love him. He's my favorite. At this point in your career, does that mean anything? I mean everything. That's why that's the Brett, that's the reason. Not I mean, other than that, it's naturally impossible for me to stop. But that is a huge part of the reason why I'm still doing what I do, like it is my first day of ever doing it. Because they tell me that they love me and they they put me as the best and they say they need it. And I I, I fucking I love everything about that. I live for that. So, so, do you read the do you read the negative? Do you read the comments? Uh, do you read the negative? I don't negative? read any comments, truthfully, but I don't read the good or the bad. I don't. Uh, so I how do you know? So how, comments. how? So how do you know if they like it or not? You know what I mean? Uh, I think is I think uh, that's you know thank God, thank God, I, it's obvious. That's how I know. All right. All right. So, so take me back. So I read this. I have no idea if it's fucking true. You wrote your first rap song at age Brett, eight. Brett, let me answer yep. that question for you a little bit. That was a little bit. Let me answer that. I do. I know. Uh, I know they like it because Brett, look, look into music. And before I stepped into it, um, you know, they had music. Everyone looked a certain way. Everyone did a certain thing. Uh, look at me. And now look at music. They all look like me. You like that? I love. Do you it. like? If I did not be the first, I'd be on every song and say, "You niggas look like me. Y'all trying to be like me. You take care of my style." No, I love it. Let's get it. Yeah. But I find it interesting because because when I was on when I was on uh, Young Money Radio on Apple, and 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 I said uh, you asked me like something about being successful, and I said you got to find your own lane. And you said, that's exactly right. Don't copy me. But you want to be copied because that is saying. Oh, no, I'm not being copied. I'm not being copied. Not at all. Copied is different. Now, bro. Copied is that we don't have a game for the little wings. We don't have that would, that. that would be being copied. No one tries. That's what I always. And that'd be the first thing I always say when I'm doing when I'm being interviewed and everybody. And the first question always be, what do you think about these new artists trying to be like you and look like you? And I, I would be like, oh, none of them trying to be like me. 
Uh, like maybe they they go get some tattoos in their face or something like that and the grill or something like that. But they ain't trying to be like me. I like they might put Lil on the front of their name or baby after it, but they still they they don't sound nothing like me. They don't do they don't you know what I mean they not they never been through what I've been through. They not from where I'm from. So therefore, right there, everything is about to be different and it's to, they're totally them. What's the reason they're even doing music? Sometimes nine times out of ten, I hope that I'm the reason they're doing music. That alone, right there makes you know that that alone right there is a blessing and that alone right there lets you know that no nah, they're not trying to be like me they're actually in high paying homage and saying you are the reason yep. i am someone that's all so that is. so okay so who were those you be, people you gotta be in you. Mind you gotta be you that were you gotta for be you, you. Who, who were those people who that you looked up to in music that you wanted okay. to that you got your inspiration i got you the first person, the first person off top, um, when I even knew what, you know, when I even knew what a melody or harmony was, was Michael Jackson. That was my first inspiration. Period. That was nobody else. That once I grew up and grew a, got a little older and got it was Jay Z, and it's been Jay Z. <laughs> and after that, it was me. So those two, those two, really? Yeah. I am my biggest fan. I am my biggest critic. So that's after that, I've been focused on me and no more. And anybody around me, any artist, everyone to tell you that, anyone, any artist in the game would tell you, they already know. Oh, Tune, Lil Wayne, and he don't listen to nobody else but himself. And they'll be like, nah, it's not a thing. He's not listening to his semi. I'm not listening to my albums I put out. I'm listening to the song I just recorded last night. And that's, be, that's why I don't listen to nothing but myself. And I, I have no time to actually listen to no one else because I'm still working on me. And so when I do hear something else and, uh, oh, my God, if I like it or if I love it, to me, I look at it as it's, it, it was meant to be. Or it's, you know, it's something about you or it. You know what I mean? So, so where does Lil Wayne get inspiration? Where do you learn? Where do you uh, – I need to take walks. I need to get out. I need to – to experience things I'll, mm -hmm. I'll take input from everybody mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i'm formulating it where do you get that this crazy as well Plain do you read do you read do you, you don't I, I read i read i read i watch i watch a whole a whole a lot of television and another thing um what i find unique about myself uh and the people uh you know the 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 new average person today is Again, another thing um, about me that I didn't want to tell you, I don't know nothing about social media, bro. That's why when you asked me about comments and all that, I was like, I don't even know how to read them, bro. <laughs> I don't know where they at. I don't know how to find a comment. So I don't know nothing about social media. So that right there, you know, that right there makes me uh, alien to this world. So and so that, therefore, the things that it make, I start to notice that the things that I am learning every day and, you know, we learn something new every day. I would notice that the things I am learning every day, you know, I get to compare those things and I get to talk about those things with my girl. And, you know, of course, she knows about social media. She knows everything that's going on. I get to talk to my kids, my sons. They know every damn thing about social media. But then I would notice that what I'm learning and what they learned today or yesterday is so minimal to what I've learned, you know? And that right yeah. there, that that right there, that's when my job comes in to make sure that they, they as in my kids and in my inner circle, learn the knowledge that I've taken in.
Because when so, they tell so, me that what they learned today was that a new Jordan came out, or that uh, somebody just shot the club up, or that somebody beat somebody, posted something and saying something bad about somebody. It's not, that's that'd be about the only thing they learned of the day. And to me, I've been told them that I learned that oh, you know that they uh, the government had to release the files on the UFOs from the uh, the forties and stuff like that. Like wow, yeah. So that's the type of thing. So I so. so I can't, I'm, I'm in a completely different business than you. I'm in the liquor business. I can't walk into a liquor <laughs> store. Business, what you <laughs> but, wait, but wait, I can't walk into a liquor store. I can't look at other brands. I, it, it's overwhelming. Do you <laughs> listen to other people's music? No. <laughs> That's exactly why, bro. It's, it's too overwhelming. Um, when I do listen to it, uh, it has to be Mac. It has to be Mac, and it has to be, you know, like I told you, oh, it has to be natural. So what I mean by that is it has to be my way of finding it. I find, so let's say Jack Harlow, the new kid, Jack Harlow. I have been listening to Jack probably at least a year and a half before he came out, before I even did the song with him. I know he probably don't even know that. I think I mentioned it before, but I have been listening to him just because he popped up on TV one day, you know, like on my television screen one day. And I was like, man, this little kid's spitting. This dude's spitting. And there was a song from a year, probably two years before I even did the song with him. I have different ways of finding you. I have a cousin who puts out, who sends me beats. And he also, so in the midst of that, he'd be like, cuz, check out this new song I did. When he tell me to check that new song out, that new song is on something called SoundCloud. So when I check, <laughs> so when I checks out his new song, Another artist comes on because all of a sudden, you know. So with that said, I got to I, I got to know that I knew Doja Cat before she came out, before she got big, and she switched her whole shit up. She was so I know. So these are the ways I find certain. You know, I get to know this, and it's my way. That's how I found. That's how I discovered you. You know what I mean? That's and with that said, I always feel like whatever I did discover, learn from that. It was meant to be discovered and meant to be learned by me. How many hours a day are you in the studio? Uh, what's an hour? What's that? Uh, how, do, you, do you sleep more or do you record more? I know it record me, but that other word, it sounds like a long as a word. That I don't, that's a different language. Now, Brett, don't be switching it up on yourself. Something about some sleep or something like that. That's a different, <laughs> that is a totally different so, language for me. But so, so, so. When I ask Mac, Mac, I want to live with Wayne. I want to spend t a week or two with Wayne. He's like, you're fucking nuts. You're nuts. <laughs> why Why is that the case? What, what um, am I going to see? He probably mean that because of the way I work, Brett. Um, so let's take it. Uh, so, okay, let's think about it. My two, day, two days ago, what I've done. Um, <clears throat> right now, I've... I've been working on I Am Not A Human Being. So I got, I did two songs just within my last two days. I did two songs on I Am Not A Human Being, my next solo album, I Am Not A Human Being 3. Uh, we about to put out the second half of No Sailings 3. I think they about to put that out tomorrow or something like that. So I always, I'm never finished working. So I snuck in a new one on there. And uh, so I did, that's that's two things. And also I didn't even, I had Fur came, ASAP Fur came through the studio. We was kicking it. He did a joint with me. Also, I'm working with Rich the Kid. Me and Rich did like two joints, and then after all that, I went skated. The, I went. I went to skate under the under the bridge at Light Eleven. We had that book from midnight to 5 a.m. 
I was trying to do a, a board to bank and I didn't land it. And so therefore I went back last night and well, I didn't go back the night before, I mean the night after because I, I, I tweaked my ankle, but then wifey iced it. So it felt, it felt better. So I went back last night, I landed the trick and uh, everything I did after that was this. They just woke me up from off the couch and said, don't forget you gotta do the bamboo thing with Brett. So, so I, I got so many questions based on that. So, if you couldn't do music, what would you be doing? So that would mean only that would mean music wouldn't that would that would have to mean music doesn't exist. Correct. <laughs> that was only be only be the only way I can. So that mean music doesn't. There's no that would mean there's, that would have to be no such thing as music. So I would mean the probably the, the only the thing I would be doing is you called it earlier teaching man, like teaching man. So. Let's take Nikki and Drake as an example. Do you get just as good a feeling helping somebody? Because think about it. Think about those two and your footprint. Does it feel just as good as your own music? Oh, uh, probably better, Brett. Probably better. To, to know that I have a, a part a part of what's going on with Nikki and Drake and anyone. I've had Tiger, anyone I've had, a, you know what I mean? My, someone that I know for a fact, we I, we started from the bottom. You know, I started from the, started from the ground. I had I helped them get to where they got, and I can only what you know. It's like a, uh, it's like a, a, a seed you only have to water once, and it never stopped growing. You know, so that's that's what I look at that as, and I just sit back and enjoy it. I enjoy the view, and yes, I do feel way better than I would feel about because I am a perfectionist, Brett. So even the stuff that I presented to the world. I still have my, you know, like, oh, I should have said this. I should have did that. So with Nikki and with Dre and with anyone else that I've helped, there's no, that, that, there's none of that. There's no, you know, you should have said this or you should have, it's always, that's perfect. That is a perfect picture you painted. And so, yes, I feel a lot better about what I've done with them and what I've been able to do for them. Do you look forward to finding the next Nikki and Dre? No, there's no such thing. I hate when no, people but ask I mean, me that. But, but I, I hate mean when that. people ask me that. There's no, no, no such no, no, thing as no, no, the no. next break or next Nikki. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean the next male or female that you can put your footprint on, and I was part of that. I guess back then, Brett, when I did discover, you know, Drake and Nikki, the game was different. Music was different. So what I mean by that is music, they came in during a time where, you know, right before the whole social media popped off. And so they came in where music was, it had everybody's attention, meaning it had everybody looking to see what is next, who is next. And, you know, and then you got to, you got an option of, you got, you got a, a choice to, okay, this is what's next. Do I like or do I, yay or nay? You know, that's not what it is these days, Brett. Now it, now it's, a thousand new things a day given that fact unfortunately given that fact you got to be more than someone to become a drake or nicky these days because uh right when you think you you drink or you nicky they about to post something of a little six-year-old saying something that's more popular correct. than your song so it don't even matter no correct more. yeah are you happy are you happy that you that you're who you are you know, 10, 20 years ago versus coming out today? Oh, my God, Brett. That, oh, oh. I am beyond elated that I am part of that, that culture, of, you know, that 
time, that era, whatever you want to call it, you know, call me whatever, triple OG, whatever you want to call it. And, and that, I, that is, I am very proud of the fact that I come from when you had, there was no such thing as, you know what I mean? There was no such thing as put this out. Let me see how many likes I got. Well, excuse me, what? No, you got to get your ass off your sofa, your couch and go buy my shit. So for me to know that I was able to make a million people do that in the first week, every time I drop, thank God, ah, that's way better than knowing that I got a, a million likes and all of a sudden y'all call that the platinum. No, stop. No. You make some real music to where someone would get out their bed, count their fifteen ninety nine, and go and walk their ass to the Correct. store. And yeah, that's what I done, kids. Yeah, I done that. You've done that, but do, do you ever, do you reflect on that? The fact that you had to work that shit? Like you, <laughs> you just put it on fucking SoundCloud and, uh, you know, Post Malone told me, put it on SoundCloud the next, he, while he's exactly. sleeping. I just, Mac, I, just Mac, Mac, I just told you, I just told you, I said, my little cousin, my little cousin puts out music, he used to send me music. Hey, go check my new song out because it's on SoundCloud. You my little cousin, what the hell are you talking about? You know what I mean? So. You exactly. That's how that's how easy it is these days, bro. So do you do you I'm curious, what was the moment back when when someone when you knew shit, someone recognizes me, someone knows who I am? What was when was that? When I was uh eleven years old and I was rapping on the block. I was rapping on the block and uh you know and Back when I was rapping at school, I was rapping at school every day. And like I told you, I was forming a little circle at lunchtime. I mean, at lunchtime every day, I had the circle around me, everybody trying to hear, listen. That was fine. That was fine. But once I start doing it on the block and ain't no kids around and it's only the, you know, it's only the big homies, these, these men, and they come in and they at, you know, they come in, young and let me, come here, look, say that little rap you did yesterday. Let me hear that again. Let him hear that. That's when I'm, you know, I'm getting my real approval. That's when I'm, when I walk off from that situation, I'm walking off, walking back to the house. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, oh, I'm feeling myself. I'm rapping it to myself again. And I'm like, wow, I just got such and such. And that's how I got to cash money because one of the dudes from off the block was one of their artists. His name is Lil Slim. And when I went did to you, his autograph sign and he introduced me to him. Did you know who cash money was at the time? Cash money was the biggest thing walking in. The biggest there was no such thing as anything else as far as music in New Orleans. It was Cash Money and nothing else. They had a rival called Big Boy Records. It was Cash Money Records, Big Boy Records. Nothing else mattered. Was there anybody as young as you at that time? No, 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 no. They had an artist named BG. I was about when I was eleven. He was about fourteen. What was the next big break for you? You think? My my big yeah. break for me personally was always me getting sick on the, I forget what tour it was, but it was the Hot Boys or, B, or Juvenile Tour, but me getting sick on that tour was my big break. Why? Because I had to miss a few shows, and this was the t kids, back in the days, we used to have to download the whole show on this thing called a DAT, and therefore you couldn't stop the show, you couldn't stop and say, hey, Throw your fucking hands up. No, you couldn't do none of that. You just have to, once you press play, the show goes on. So whatever you got downloaded in that, you can't undownload it. You can't de-erate none of that. So with that said, I was sick and I had to miss a few shows, but my song still had to be performed every night because it was downloaded already in the shit. So therefore, Baby and them had to go on stage every night and say, hey, 
Lil Wayne's sick. He couldn't be here tonight, but we still got we still gonna do his song for him. Y'all gotta sing this song for us. You know they went into that thinking, uh, let's go football wise. Let's think about a football. Uh, let's go sports and think that you just lost a a key player on the team. Lil Wayne couldn't be here tonight. They, he said, Wayne, once I said that, I fucked the whole show up. And so he only did it, I think he only did it for like three to four nights. He, he had to literally adjust from saying, Lil Wayne couldn't be here tonight because that would fuck the whole He said he would literally see everybody like, oh, fuck the show. And so, and so what, what happened was the reason why that was my big moment is because I didn't just come back once I got well. What happened was I was, Everybody knows the story if you're a little way follow. Everybody knows. Slim was like, no, we're going to do it like this. And so, therefore, every night after that, I went on stage with Baby saying, Lil Wayne couldn't be here tonight. The crowd was like, oh. And he said, well, we still got to do his song for him. When the song come on, I run out there with no shirt. I'm going to do my song, Black is Hot. Let me tell you guys, that was so far along, that was so far back that there was no such thing as the internet or social media. So therefore, we was able to do that every night in a different city. You couldn't do if I you couldn't do that today because obviously you gonna post it and be like that nigga, there you go right there, that nigga ain't see. So that's awesome. So and from that time, nigga, you me, couldn't even do that. <laughs> so to, to me, to me, that means you had the power. You you were Thor. You had the. You had it, that was, right? That's why I said that was the biggest moment. That's why I said that was my, the moment of my career, me getting sick on that damn tour. That was the Cash Money Rough Rider tour, too, now that I think about it. So wh- where do you think, for, for everybody who's listening, where is Lil Wayne's struggles? Where are the struggles? Um, For me, I would say my um as far as going through the coming up through my career, my struggles probably would have been mm, I mean like I don't want thank God for me to have to think this hard about a damn struggle with my struggles was um my struggles with mm, I'll probably say me and my me and uh the 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 biggest struggle I dealt with, Brett, truthfully, in my career was when I came, when I had my legal situation going on with Cash yeah. Money. That was my strive, you know, other than that, man, I have been blessed to do what I love but, and to love what I do, so it's impossible for there to be but, any struggle. So that's why the biggest struggle would be for you putting a blockade on me and telling me that I can't do what I do and that's do what I love, and that's what was being done at that time. And so that was so, the biggest struggle. I, I To me, and I, I can't say I can relate, but I can say in the sense of, I've been in a position where I couldn't launch a brand without somebody mm-hmm. else saying, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst fucking feeling fucking in the whole world. Yeah, I already know. I already it's know. the worst. So I can imagine. They had so me trying I, to figure I, out what else to do. What else can I do? What should correct. I do? But, yeah. but I can imagine you can go to the studio and record music, but I if you can't all, put it out, what does that fucking, do? Oh, all then I was doing that, Brett. That's what I was doing. I was going there recording. I was doing songs with people. Doing and they knew they knew they was doing the songs knowing that this shit ain't never coming out. <laughs> so why'd you do it to pass time to hope that oh, things no, was gonna so happen the next day? I did it because they knew they thought it wasn't ever coming out. Oh, I knew my shit was gonna get right. Oh, I knew how many so- how many songs do you think you have in, in 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 the bank that's waiting to come out? Uh, Brett, I record every single day of my life only time i don't record is when i am 
I slept the day over. That's all we all I skated that whole day. Uh, we have something, you know, job wise to do, or I'm chilling with the, uh, it's a holiday or, or the kids or something like that. But other than that, right, I record too much. So as far as when you ask that question, I'm answer it this way. I have a song for from A from the letter that that I have songs that are titled from the letter A to the letter Z. Also including some titles with numbers starting off from number one to the number 10. And I have that all the way from the year of, I, I mean, and I have that in my possession when I was able to record my own music and keep it, meaning it, it didn't have to go to baby. It didn't have to go to no one else. That started in, nine, in 1999, 2000. So, Brett, I have A to Z, one to 10 from 2000. Do you think that devotion, for example, I've, I've talked to a lot of a lot of athletes, and the difference between you know uh, an NBA player and someone who doesn't get to the NBA is the at the end of the day, it's always about the amount of work they put in. It's the time, it's the effort, it's the devotion. Do you think that's part of it for you? My time, my devotion, my effort that I put into this is a huge, a huge part of why I'm still here. Yeah. It has nothing to do with why I'm here. The reason why I'm here is I'm blessed. I'm blessed with a talent. A, 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 you know, it's a, I'm blessed with a, a natural talent and also blessed with a natural passion and love for what I do. You know what I mean? That's why other, that, the reason me working hard and going hard and that, like me telling you I work all day and every day and go back to the studio, but that's the reason why I'm still here. The reason did, why did, I'm here is totally just simple and plain of blessing. Did you ever set goals? Like I want to achieve, I want a Grammy. I want an album to hit gold, to hit platinum. Did, goals did change. Ever... Goals change, you know, so I never had a, I never had some main thing that said, got to get there. That goes, that question that you asked me about people that mo that motivate or inspire me around me. When I told you that maybe the, the big homies around me inspire me. And then I got to where they were at and was like, uh, then what, now what? So goals change. So like I said, when Juvie, when I had big brother Juvie with him, and you know, Juvie would come out, album, solo album come out first. He go platinum first week and all that. That's when your motivation is, okay, well, my album come out. I need to go platinum first week. I need to go more than that. And so goals change. So, yes, not, I did hit those goals, by the way. And then, like I said, you know, you had to, you had to skate park or something like that. I didn't land the board to, the board to bank. The first, I go, my goal, now I need to get that board to bank. I landed last night. Now we, we was going for an alley of gap to bank, and I didn't land that. So now that's my next goal. So goals so, change. It ain't, I never, I never made it one thing to say you got to get. Um, this is my main goal now. It is. Do, do you have a goal in music? Next. Mm -mm. Nothing. Whatever's the next thing. Whatever's the next. You know, you know, they can. If tomorrow something comes out that says you need to be this to be the number one person, I'm gonna go ahead and do that and then do something else. In the early days, this is 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I would be fearful that I would run out of ideas. And then it hit me, I'm never going to run out of ideas. Mm -hmm. It's never going to happen. Impossible to. Impossible. I get headaches. I get. You, I got to tell myself, stop. I got to cut on music. I got to run water. I got to start talking to somebody because my mind wouldn't, won't stop thinking. 
I love my problem. <laughs> no, uh, uh, did do you ever? Do, the other fear I have is it's all going to go away. Oh, Brett, it is. It is. That's why I use. That's why I use it up till there was. That's why when it does go away, I don't want to be. I don't want to look back and be. Able to say, oh, I didn't get the most out of it. I didn't get. You know, I didn't. Oh, I didn't do the, the best I was able to do with this. Uh, not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I already know that I accomplished that way thousand years ago. Now, now, so, now, that's why the answer is I'm still here because now I'm just working and I'm just. Argh. Wayne, some people, including myself, I'm definitely in this category. I'm motivated by all the people who just say you can't do it. It can't happen. It's not going to work. You can't do it. Is is does that mean anything to you, or it's not about that? Um, it's never been about that. I pray for those people. I pray for those people that, you know, that because that, that, that shows you that they don't, that shows me a person that should be spending that thought and that time and that effort of, on whatever, them something on themselves. And, and, you know, that anyone that tells you you can't do nothing, then ask them, what can they do and what can't they do? And so that never mattered to it, me. You know, so it I never watched mattered. Sports. Yeah, I watched him on sports. And what I, what I mean by that is uh, you get to watch uh, you get to watch journalists talk about athletes all day. And these journalists, they never played a lick of whatever they're talking about. But they, they're very critical. You know, they're very, and they also understand that I'm nothing, nowhere like the person I'm being critical towards. And right there, that 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 gap, the way they bridged that gap right there, that that right there helped me. That helped me a lot and showed me that whatever someone says, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. I gotta be this athlete or whatever the hell I am. I gotta be me and continue being me. So 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 it's a good segue. And I'm imagining the following. You do things that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding. Mm-hmm sports mm-hmm. those yeah. two things you're passionate about and you made a decision i want to do i want to play in those areas yeah. so first skateboarding why skateboarding uh a natural thing man that shit was natural i was watching some damn tv show every damn day kid was skating on that shout out alex midler um alex was skating on there he was a kid at the time he ain't no kid no more but um I was watching Alex and man, it just made me want to pick up a board and shit. I do not know to this day, bro. I still like, you know, that goes back to one of those when I told you I would perform for my damn grandmother and them for hours and you could have called me after I was finished and asked me why did I do that? And my answer would always be, I don't know. So, you know, these are natural beauties of, of again, knock on wood, thank God, of, that God's blessed me with. So that is just a natural thing. I don't know where the hell, but I woke up one day and noticed I had a whole skate park on my roof. I had the keys to my own indoor skate park. It was like, what the hell? You skate. Like, what? It was like, keep killing it because I love it. Do you ever think about, and maybe you don't, but what the skateboard community thinks, how you benefited them and they, you know what I mean? Like that association is, it's cool. Yeah, oh, it's past cool. <laughs> I don't, um, at one time, it's lifestyle. I did, at one time I did, at one time I did, you know, I did wonder if they figured, only thing I, I wanted if they did, I didn't want them to think that 
ah, you know, like, ah, come on, bro, you're just another rapper, just yeah, another yeah, musician yeah. picking up a board for an album, for trying to sell some type of look or something. Bro, you know, stop, don't come over here, don't bring all the cameras over here for us just for the benefit of yourself. So that's that's why that was another reason I I'm, I had to I had to show that no man I am into skating, yeah I mean I got some homies that skate but you know I love them to death but I am into skating you know what I mean I I'm busting my ass I didn't have four surgeries already probably need another one but we ain't gonna talk about that. So so now now sports so I had the privilege it was my first uh, interview through original Bamboo the Instagram uh, Quinnen Williams who's just mm. awesome. He signed under Young Money Sports. Shout out to you. Like, uh, which I love talking to. Um, like, I can imagine you, this is this is an outlet. This is you being excited about a passion. Is that the case? This is, Brett, that is that. That's my passion. And this is me. This is me just being thankful for my blessings. This is me just saying, you know what? Wow, you are able to, this is me having my best saying, man, you're able to do, you know, almost whatever you want. What do you want to do? And that was just like, a, you know, it was, it's almost one of those things like, uh, what do you want to call it? Like, uh, what's the cliche? A kid in toy store, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You, know, you tell the kid, you know, you can have that. Like, I can have that. And you're like, and that too. Like, what? So, I guess. so it was, that's how it was. Like, I could start my own sports industry and I could actually have actual athletes and I, I can help them out for real and like i was like what and so that's all that was so so when isaac akora was drafted number five shout out isaac, draft, man. yes what does that feel like, like off the what is that night too brett oh good i'm sorry what is, when isaac was drafted as the fifth yeah. pick in the draft what was the emotion like how does that feel man brett that was i think that was Man, that was almost like that was almost like getting that call back then in them back then in them days that you know the kids don't know too much about. But that was back. That was like getting that call from Baby and Slim and them saying, "Shorty, check the billboard. Check, check. Go get the bill. You got the magazine. You got the new one. Check it. They got that. They got that triangle by your name. You made it. You did it. They got that track. That's, that's what that was like. Like, man, we dropped the the album number five. We did it. We did it. Yeah." We yeah, did it. That's how that oh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right, so some it's some, more some amazing fun. for him and his family. And then to see what he did for his mom, that made it just extra amazing. It was just awesome. So so uh Quinnen said as an example, the reason he chose you guys is it's family. It feels like family. It feels like we're part of the same team and everyone's there for each other. Like that's the emotion a company wants, a family wants, an agency wants, um, and you're giving it off. But even just feeling your excitement for Isaac, like that's that's what you, that's a Jerry Maguire moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you know it's funny though. You know it's funny when I leave here. I don't know where I don't know where Drew. Uh, Drew Rose house. I don't know where he stayed, but every time I leave my house uh, in the day, during the daytime, he's always running, jogging. He's always getting his workout on, running past the house. He always speak. I don't think he knows who he's speaking to because he never looks twice. But he always speak. And I remember right after that, I saw him. Ah, that was the first time I felt like oh, I was driving past. That's just a neighbor, Drew. I am Drew. I am Drew. Fuck, fuck. How you doing? <laughs> 
All right. So big picture, big picture questions. Who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? That was like you saying that uh, foreign word you said earlier. Something about some sleep or something like that. Would you ask me who's gonna? You say who's gonna uh, win the uh, Super Bowl? Brett, that's that's actually a um, you know. Please forgive me. I'm not trying to be offensive. That's one of the most stupidest questions I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love your honesty. I got answer that for you, Brett. Oh no, Mike. <laughs> Mike, there we go, Mike. There you go. Right, that's who go with that, Mike. All right, the Packers. Packers. I like that. I like that. All right, so who's going to win the NBA this year? (sighs) Brett, that's another stupid one, man. Everybody knows the Lakers going right back and repeat that thing, man. Who's going to be the MVP this year? Man, I think they finally, finally, I think they finally gonna get just can stop being crazy and consider this man Brian. I just just I think Brian gonna go on, you know, Brian gone. But then you know what? It's so it's so difficult to think Brian gonna get that in like the eighth. I think it'll be an 18, 19 year with that. But you can't count. Well, he one of them guys. You just can't bet against. You can't count him out. He like Tom Brady or something. So yeah, I think Brian gonna get him one, and that'd really? just be awesome. That'd be amazing to get an MVP. That that, that right? Oh man. I want to see that. I think that's all it is. I think I want to see that more than I know it's going to happen. Uh, that's what that is. I would love it. But honestly, um, if I had to, you know, whatever, give a educated, a real more unbiased answer, I think Giannis is going to get that shit again. You think so? Yeah. That's It's his year. Yeah, and, you know, he just got, you know, he just signed the extension. That's think, right, 220 think, million. Exactly. I think Giannis is one of those guys that want to, he, he would want to prove to, himself first but proved to milwaukee as well and into that team that that money means nothing to him you know and that's what and he would prove that by be, be, being mvp again next this season so uh, at the end of this at the end of every self-made i do 10 quick questions word association give me one word just one word ready mm-hmm. young money family christmas family New Orleans. Family. Skateboarding. Love. Mac Maine. Family. Drake. Family. Love. Everybody. Packers. Family. Bamboo. Fucking family. Nikki. Damn, my babe. All right. Wayne, I love you. I, I, I love, love you, Brett. I, I love your honesty. I, I, I'm so happy, honestly, honest to God. And it, you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you, you know, back four or five years ago when we started a relationship together, my favorite, I'm, I'm the guy, I need the chip on my shoulder. I need the fights. I need... I need to prove everybody wrong. I need to say fuck you to everybody. And at the time, at the time, Wayne, you were in the middle, you were at the, the latter part of not being able to put on any music. Mm-hmm. You're kind of stuck in idle. You're in an idle, yeah. you know, the car is in neutral. Yes. And everyone's, and you don't want to hear this, but everyone's saying, you know what? You don't want to work with him. It's like Jordan when he retired the first time. It's like, fuck you. He's going to come back. Baseball. He's going to be enormous. That's right. 
He's going to be enormous. He's going to do it. He's going to be spe- he nothing fucking changes. Have confidence. I love 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 back in the people who everyone else doubts. And when I think back again, you didn't maybe you didn't see it, but I did well, I and it fucking drives me. It drives me. That's exactly and it feels so good too. when when Carter came out, when Funeral came out. It feels so fucking good to be a cheerleader on the sideline <laughs> saying, this fucker, look at him. He listens. Don't believe that shit. He hears everything. He sees everything. He's smart as fuck. His music's <laughs> amazing. Don't question because he fucking knows it. Yeah. it, it it's like, a, I don't know what the movie is. It makes me feel good about me. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. It makes a whole bunch of sense. And what you just said makes me feel fucking great about you, bro. Oh, thank trust you. Trust me, trust me, bro. I already know. I already know how it was, and I already knew just from artists and just from th- this world today. Plain and simple, you know, people they show that their sense of loyalty, or they show that they own it. The reason why they're attached to you, or the reason why they have any when. You know, when when you're in the face of adversity, not when they're in the face of adversity. Yep. Because when they're in the face of adversity, they need you. You know yep. what I mean? They yep. need you. They need everything about you. I need you to come stand with me. I need you to do. Yeah. When you're facing adversity, where you at? Who's around? Who's helping Correct. me? You know what I mean? And so that it shows a lot, Brandon, to know that that's what you did and stood up for me like that. It was a a rare few that did so, a rare few. It's the easiest thing in the world, man. Fucking support those who support you. Don't let people down. Fucking be there for people. It's the greatest feeling in the whole world. If you can be there for people, help people, uh, there's nothing, nothing, nothing nothing better. Nothing more rewarding. That's why when you ask me about drinking a nick, I told you I still just sit back and watch that flower grow. It's nothing more rewarding. Oh, my friend. I love you. Congratulations on all your success. Fucking keep it going. You've got huge supporters in your corner every day. Keep putting it out and don't stop. Love, man. Thanks, Brad. Cheers, everybody. You. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Cheers, Bumble, like, babe. Cheers that's right. That's right. Cheers that's right. Bumble. Bumble. Shout out my little cousin with the musical SoundCloud. Dante. <laughs> love you, man. Love, Take care, I've been looking at the clouds, they say they look up to me Safe to say I lost some sleep, but I never lost my dreams If you out there in the streets and you looking for me When you find me, tell me I said I've been looking too deep